In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, BattleBards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Hey stackers, I hope your summer's going well and that you're making the most of the warm days before we melt into fall and then winter. It's a happy time of year for sure, and I always like this golden part. In case you were wondering, you didn't miss anything last week. In our end of summer special episode a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that we'd share the conclusion of the Curse of Strahd game that Thane was running for us. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, There was a run of all sorts of interesting events to include a week of camp for the kids, a couple of in-house COVID cases, and a drive to and from Florida to deliver Thane to college, and so we just didn't have the time to record. So we're going to have to leave Anna and Razvan sitting there in the room as the last whales of the hideous creature hang in the stifling air. Such is life. But maybe you can share your thoughts on what happens next. Maybe we could do a string of tweets on our Twitter feed at Stackodice to describe the hurried escape. I'd love to see that. That aside, I'm excited to say that the rest of our summer plan has come together nicely. I want now to welcome you to part one of a special two-part series. In that end-of-summer episode, you may recall that I shared I'd be meeting up with some friends to record us playing a game in a new-to-me game system called Mouse Ritter. We were able to do that, and so we're going to be able to share some more actual play goodness with you. Before we get into it, though, I'd like to share a couple things with you. You may remember me mentioning Pat in the past. He runs his side hustle as a fantasy map artist. Check out his work at Foot of the Mountain Adventures on Twitter, at Mountainfoot, for examples of his quality work. If you're looking for creative, clear maps, he does a stellar job. Check him out today. Also, Mouse Ritter is a simple but fun game system by Isaac Williams, and it's available online. For more information, check out the site at mouseritter.com. That's M-A-U-S-R-I-T-T-E-R.com. It's a pay-what-you-think-is-fair system, so if you decide to check it out, be sure to throw a few bones in the direction of the creator, and I'll provide links to the official site and the Twitter feed in the show notes. So for easy access, look there. A couple quick notes before we launch into the game. We had a great time getting to know our new mousy characters, so regular stackers will get the chance to meet some new friends of the show. Pat, Pollyanna, Else, Genevieve, and Andrew Elijah. It was a ton of fun getting to play with a new group of role players, and Pat did a fantastic job of running the game. Number two, we recorded this over Zoom. This means we were dialed in from several different recording locations with varying equipment setups, so there will be some differences to how the two episodes for this special series sounds as compared to our normal episodes. There'll be some unusual background noises to include computers and phones dinging, and at one point a surprise guest appearance by Pat's dog. But it's all fun, and I think we all enjoyed our time in Shade Hill and beyond. Also, before we begin, I just have to share Pat's big contribution, after organizing and running the game, of course, to the next two episodes. The name of our show, following his lead, we are going to temporarily change to Stack O' Mice. And with that, please enjoy, Stackers. Welcome, friends. A stack o mice. I'm Pat. I'm going to be the uh, narrator tonight, or, or DM, or GM, or something like that. 
I have been in role-playing games for a very long time with a, a long break in the middle and have, uh, have enjoyed coming back now that I'm old and gray. I'm his uh, other half. I'm Pollyanna, and I'm playing Lavender Blue. Oh, right. Hey, it's me. Um, I'm Else, they, them. Uh, I've been an actor pretty much all my life uh, and have been a tabletop addict for the past couple of years. And I'm going to be playing Ricky. Hi, I'm Genevieve. I can speak Italian and solve the Rubik's Cube in a minute. Um, I'm going to be playing Grace Bader. She's a woodcutter and heck of fierce. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, uh, my name is Andrew Elijah. I'm going to be playing as August today. Um, Something interesting about me is that I can see more shades of green than any other color. So if you notice my clothes, that is why I have a deep appreciation for everything green. As do I. Yeah, me too. I love green. Uh, I'm Rhett, and I will be playing Wee Dawn, an exceptionally large mouse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To kick us off, I'd like to go in the reverse order and tell me how your character has connected with one of the other characters. Uh, Wee Dawn without having heard anything else from any of the other players, I'll say that he was wandering along a riverbank one day and saw a raft going by and saw a very plucky-looking mouse running up and down, I'd say, the the beam of the raft. And he was just fascinated by it. So he basically trotted down the bank trying to pace the raft. Obviously, it, it left him very quickly. But uh, he, he followed it on into the nearest town, and out of breath, he tracked down Ender and decided to introduce himself. Andrew Legend? August. August is an eternal optimist. So he was working on a project to make this giant piece of art that he could show off to other animals. While he was laying beads on this tree, he, on, on this tree to show off to, the, show off to the other animals in the world, to show them that mice are strong and capable of great things. He, uh, he fell down. Unluckily, he was over a river, and he fell onto this raft. And <laughs> um, luckily, luckily, there was there was a very nice mouse named Ender who was able to take care of him. Never perturbed. He is up for anything at any point, and he's excited to work. Really show people what my mouse kind of character. Um, Grace sells wood. She's a woodcutter. She sells wood to Rich, right? Yeah. Yeah. She sells wood to Ricky, who I believe works on the docks. Hmm. Um, Ricky, Ricky's a raft, a raft worker. He's uh, one of the dock workers, and he gets his wood and lumber from Grace. And recently, they've also been having a lot of conversations about humans and like close encounters and uh, any of that stuff. Um, should we also give like physical descriptions of our? Sure, nice. that would be a thing to do. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, so Ricky, Ricky's kind of a kind of a wiry, scraggly-looking, tall mouse. Uh, uh, he look he looks a bit like Rizzo the Rat. Um, nice. And uh, he has he has this kind of gray, the uh, swirly marbled fur, but has like these red, these red patches all along his fur that have been dyed, uh, dyed red. 
and he always has this tiny coffee flask in his hand that's made from one of those uh like pill caddies you know one of those little keychain pill caddies uh yeah that's ricky um i'm ender i mean i'm ender and i ran after my uh, brothers all 999 of them and uh, they all got ahead of me onto rafts, and so I jumped on the next one I could. And lo and behold, August fell into my boat, <laughs> and I was shocked and amazed. And I thought, well, we can be great friends and, and protect each other. And uh, word on the dock is there may be humans. I'm not sure that that's true. I haven't seen one myself. It could just be rumor. I. Uh, Wear everything lavender um, to go with my name, Ender. And I'm a, uh, a blue brindle mouse. So very, uh, very much in the lavenders and blues colors. And we, we grew up uh, eating fine blue cheese in France before we boarded these rafts. Maybe not France. <laughs> okay, maybe not France. <laughs> All right. And I'm not sure that... Uh, um, August or um, Grace. Grace have a, had a chance to describe themselves. Um, so Grace is a rather small mouse, and so she overcompensates by um, always using herself as the bait. Um, as Elsa said, she and Ricky will often have conversations about close encounters with mice. She has a scar on her face from when she was raiding a human's house and got hurt. Um, she got smacked with a newspaper. So she is terrified of humans, but refuses to admit it. Mm. She's very small, uh, brown, and has the scar. August, on the other hand, is a very attractive mouse. Who is beaming <laughs> in has very bright eyes that are very notable, and you can see them even behind the lenses of an aviator hat that he stole from a G.I. Joe. It was very helpful when he, when he was in his, in his old job where he rode sparrows. Unfortunately, his sparrow O died, and he didn't have a sparrow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and I guess I'll just add, I'll add the extra detail to Wee Don that he wears clothes that are maybe one size too small. It's very difficult to find things for his size. So his, his tummy tends to stick out Winnie the Pooh style. <laughs> he also has this patch of fur behind his ear that tends to stick up. He just looks unkempt all the time, which is not befitting of somebody coming from noble status. Mm. But uh, he's also very sensitive to his size. Uh, he grew up with kids taunting him, calling him rat mouse. And that's just hurtful. Oh, yeah, just just hurtful. Thank you all for your your introductions and for a little more flavor about your characters. I think I've seen almost everybody has picked out one of the special items from the beginning. Um, if you haven't yet, we'll get to that in just a second. You can uh, let me know which one that you want to do. But I thought we would uh, just recap really quickly. You guys live in the town of Shade Hill, which is a it's a nice uh, little bustling mouse town alongside a small stream where they have. Lots of rafting traffic. Um, you're a bit north of the next closest town, uh, Rock, um, Rock Town. Sorry, Rock Wall. Um, and life has been pretty good, but recently something changed. 
you've been hearing this wailing howl coming down from the hills. Sounds very much like some great beast, a fox or a dog, or, or maybe even a bear in distress. Um, and it is, it is just put a shiver down everybody's tail. Uh, in, in fact, all of the mice in Shade Hill have, have really gone to the ground. Um, people will scurry to the, uh, the market to buy something and scurry back home, but it's not the normal bustle that you're used to. Uh, one morning, as, as you guys are, are sort of moving along the, the walls from, from place to place, doing what needs to be done, a ragged mouse um, from out of town staggers into the commons and falls to the ground. They're, they're badly wounded. You can see that their, their fur has been uh, blood-stained, and it's kind of that, that wet fur, sticky, uh, thorny kind of look to it. Aww. They have what look like festering bite marks. Um, on their torso. As they, uh, as they get into the common, they, they drop down. Just You can tell that they're exhausted. And they look around, um, not seeming to see or, or focus on anything specifically. At which point, you and, and several of the other villagers rush out to, to see what's the matter. And as they're surrounded by, by their fellow mice, this, this, uh, this straggler seems to take strength. And they, they kind of perk up just a little bit and speak in a, a, a cracking voice and say, Frog Knights have taken the southern bridge. Rockwall has fallen. Soul-rotted mice have overrun us. They will come here too. Prepare. Prepare. Save yourselves. And they fall to the ground entirely spent. Um, oh my. People run for Greywhisker Hall, the home of Lady Greywhisker, who is the, uh, the chief mouse of, of Shade Hill. And she calls in, in closets with her, her closest advisors. And just shortly thereafter, um, some energetic young mice wearing green tabards of Shade Hill come, come throughout the community calling out that the lady seeks volunteers to sniff out the trouble to the south to claim the knowledge that's needed to save Shade Hill. And of course, being good mice, you would, uh, you would do nothing less than volunteer. So you gather yourselves in your gear and, and get to Grey Whisker Hall, where the lady addresses you, saying, Good mice, thank you for stepping forward to sniff out the danger. I lend you these relics of Shade Hill, that you might be successful in your quest. Go, find out what you can, and bring us word within a week that we might be prepared. Several elder mice, also wearing the green robes of the council, come forward, each one bearing an object, and offer you each the opportunity to pick one. August, I believe you wanted to pick the owl feather cloak? Yes. Excellent. And Ricky, you wanted the pouch of slug eggs. Yeah, I'll take the slug eggs, yeah. We gone? Uh, the thorny rose stem sword. Oh, that looks pretty. And Grace. Um, might I ask what the other objects are? Yes, you can. There is an acorn cap cup, uh, which you can fill and give a, a, serving, a, a healing drink to other mice, up to three per day. And it will allow them to recover a D6 to an attribute score. Um, you'll find in this game... Um, hit points are more a measure of that initial luck, energy, skill. Those get bled off pretty quickly and are restored pretty quickly. Once you get through your hit points, you start to take damage into strength 
or perhaps in the case of spellcasting, it might be dexterity or, or, or wisdom, sorry, willpower. Um, so you have the opportunity to heal those. However, that healing comes at a cost. You take a point of will damage for each creature that you heal with the cup. There's also a uh, strigil, Brother Ferbus's strigil. It's uh, kind of like a dull blade that is used in massage, and you can use it to, to clean and massage another mouse. It smells of juniper, and it, as you use it, you can cure a, an exhausted condition for the creature that you uh, are, are grooming with it. There are a pair of spell coins. Um, magic in this game is normally done through stones. In this case, there are some stones that are... Uh, the magic is carved and imbued on each side. So it's a pair of spells. Um, the way that these work is we'll flip a coin to start with, and that's the side that's up. So if, you, uh, if it came up heads, for example, and you have the siphon and imbue, the first time you use it, you'll have the siphon spell. The next time you use it, you'll have the imbue spell, and back and forth. The, so the siphon and imbue is one of those spells. Search and conceal is the other. And then there is a jar of blood sap. It's a red viscous sap from a, uh, a, a magical maple tree that's several days' journey away. There are three, do- three doses which will restore a D4 to an attribute score and clear an injured or a diseased condition to another mouse or to yourself if you were to take a drink yourself. I choose the jar of blood sap. Excellent. And Ender, that leaves you. Well, I want Brother Furbus's Sturgill. I can use that. And I like how it glows a little bit blue. Okay. You guys all would know that uh, to the south, about half a day is the South Bridge. Beyond that, another two days travel is the village of Rockwall. So you have plenty of time to get to Rockwall and see what's there and, and come back. If you wanted to, uh, you could detour to the east and try to visit the scrape of, of many litters, a, a rabbit dreamer who can see the future. Or you could detour to the west and see about the tomb of Amerwin, which uh, all of the mouselings are, are in fear of because of the stories of the, the terrible haunting of his tomb. But he was the mouse lord of the area, and who knows what magics might, uh, might be in the tomb that could be useful. Ah. So I will, uh, I will turn to you and ask, what would you like to do? Oh, right. Uh, um... Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm I'm Ricky. I'm a mouse. Uh, I know I know some of you guys. Hey there. Uh, hey, Grace. Uh, I was thinking I was thinking that we should take a detour down to down to Amarwin, down to the tombs. That sounds pretty, pretty interesting to me. Uh, frankly, I don't hold much truck with like seeing visions of seeing the future of rabbits kind of. Mm, uh, no, they rub me the wrong way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's my vote. Yeah. Well, Ricky, I trust your boats. I think that's a great idea. Hey, nice. And personally, I think that would be a great idea because I think that if we find some of the secrets that I found there, we'll talk about our adventures for many days to come. So if we get those dreams, then we might just. I mean, I can just pretend we had some dreams right now. But I say we do things in the real world and we do some real. Actual reconnaissance. Yeah, I like you. I like you. That sounds good. I can do that. Yay, we done! (laughs) All right, Grace. Grace, you got you got any thoughts? I'll just go wherever. 
All right. Well, uh, we want we want to head to the head to the river. Yes, and I just want you all to know that I appreciate you for who you are, and I love you all. This quest. That's so nice, August. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so glad you dropped in on us. Yeah, me too. I could do without the headache, but it's fine. <laughs> Excellent. So you travel through rolling hills. Um, rolling hills for mice might not be so uh, so much of a hillside for uh, for other creatures, but to you, it's it's quite a, a journey. Uh, dried grasses form almost a forest for you to uh, to push your way through. If you think about uh, being that wee little mouse and, and looking up at the, the blades of grass and the uh, and the tufts of seed above you in the air, the the journey is pretty well established. There's a there's a good track that you can follow, and as I said, about a half day's journey along, you can see ahead of you a log that has fallen across what to any mouse is a, is a great river. And atop the log is a frog standing in what looks like Alan's Connect uh, costume, right? He's, he's got the pleated, puffy shoulders and, and leggings, and he's resting with a halberd and sort of looking out across the river as you guys climb over one more ridge and this all comes into sight. We done. You're a big mouse. <laughs> Go up and introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, I-, I could. He looks kind of scary to me. What are you scared? <laughs> uh, that's a big stick with a sharp thing on the end. I, uh, what if he tries to swing at me? Oh, for Jesus' sake! Let me just. <laughs> hey, you. Can we cross? Uh, as you come close enough to talk, you can see that in addition to this mouse who's up on the grid or. Rip- frog who's up on the uh, bridge there are a couple of more down soaking in the uh, in the water beneath he uh, he kind of pulls himself up as you address him this is our bridge now you must meet our challenge or or pay our toll and one of the frogs down at the bottom says oi it's a double toll we let that other mouse go for fray <laughs> other mouse ah oh the injured one uh, yeah, yes, he, he was an injured mouse. Yep, yep, a double toll, that's right. A double toll or meet our challenge. Or a challenge. And what would the challenge be? Uh, a test, a test, of course. Uh, would you test your strength against us or perhaps your fuzzy little brains against our... strokes his smooth, developed brains. Oh, brains, brains! <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, I kind of uh, shoulder bump Grace, and I'm like, uh, I might uh, let you guys do do this whole challenge thing. I don't know. I'm not really good at either of those things. <laughs> brains, it is, Ricky. I appreciate you, and you are good at many things, and I'm glad that's, that you're here with us. That, that's like, that's like, I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there, friend. That's like verifiably not true. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like, okay at one thing, and that's working rafts. Uh, pretty much everything else, like if in in the grand scheme of things, if the things we were good at uh, were determined by a roll of the dice, I would get very low rolls. <laughs> in this if you game, don't that's good. In yourself, I believe in you. 
I'll believe for the both of us. Hey, Frog, what's the challenge? One mouse per challenge, one frog per challenge. Who will step forward? I step I... forward. Oh, you do it. Go, August! He, he looks to you and he says, you want a test of brains? I would like to test, yes, my brain <laughs> against your brain. <laughs> Answer me this. My home, he is not quiet. I am not loud. The gods meant us to journey together. I am faster than he, and sometimes stronger, but he keeps on going for longer. Sometimes I rest, but he runs on. For as long as I am alive, I am in him. If we part from one another, it is I who will die. At this point, Lavender is thinking about a back plan. <laughs> Maybe we distract him to be at challenges while the rest of the party runs around the frog. <laughs> so, so wait a curiosity, how many guesses do we get? The frog kind of looks and says, oh, uh, three. Three guesses. Hmm. I have another question. Sorry, just from the back here. Um, <laughs> why? Uh, uh, so, so this is this is testing him. This is testing our our good friend August, who we met two days ago. It was not, it wasn't even that long. It was this morning. Um, Almost seems like a lifetime already. Uh, how how does this test you? How does this challenge you? I had to have the question. That was my challenge. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> well, and I have a question, too. So I don't know about you three, but all of this water is really making it hard for me to think. It's really loud. Do you mind if we go on the other side of the river just so I can hear a bit better? <laughs> if, we take this, if we take this wonderful conversation over there, there's a lovely patch of grass where we could sit down. He has really sensitive ears. Yeah. I hit yeah, my head the other really, day. My, really quite a nuisance. My, my head is just ringing. What, why don't we try a willpower check? Let's see if you can talk him into this. Okay. Good call. Well, yeah. yeah, he was injured. Uh, I'm sure that's it. And, and go ahead and add two to your willpower. So that okay. you're, you're trying to roll under, so we'll add to your willpower, not add to the die roll. Okay. My willpower is six. So I'm trying to roll a d20 under six, right? Under eight. Eight or under. under. Okay. Eight or under. <laughs> Genevieve looks very serious. <laughs> I rolled a four. He did roll a four. Wonderful. Ah. Good roll. So Yay! As, as you're talking to him, the frog kind of looks off to the side and <laughs> his tongue shoots forward and he snatches a fly out of the air. He's very pleased with himself, starts to, uh, to chew on it and says, Oh, um, sure. Don't want to cause you any inconvenience. You, you come across and, and you can think about it there. Oh, thank you so much. I've heard many bad things about frogs, but I'm really impressed by your hospitality. Well, uh, while he's crossing, we might want to help him. He, our friend fell onto a raft from a tree. So I, I think it might be a good idea if we, as his party, help him across. <laughs> Why don't you roll me a, uh, a d20? A d20. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to make this one at minus two, so your will. We're pushing it here. Okay. All right. My will is a seven, so uh, I got a sixteen. That didn't mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. he, he looks down. He says, "I don't see any any 
rafts under our logs. I think he'll be okay. <laughs> uh, we, Don, while this is going on, he's taking a look at the situation of the log itself to see if there's some way that maybe he could put his shoulder to it and shift it to cause a disruption if the need arises. Yeah, you know, it's good size, but you're a good sized mouse. I would say we'd probably be looking at a strength check if you were going to try and, and move it. Okay. Yeah, just, just filing that away. It would probably be a disadvantage. Okay. I shoulder Ricky and quietly, I'm a woodcutter and you make rafts. Do we want to just go downstream a little bit and make a raft? That's kind of what I was wondering was, I mean, do we really need this bridge? It I don't seems, think we do. Yeah, it seems a little superfluous. I mean, I've got twine in my backpack. <laughs> we can make a raft and throw the rope over to August. He can pull us over. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good to have a man on the other side. All right. Uh, let's talk to uh, let's I talk gather to twigs. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the let's get the other ones involved in this while while August is on the other side. All right. You guys are going to go off and, and work on gathering some uh, some floaty branches and twigs. I think we can work on that. August, you're you've made it across, and uh, and you've got one of the frogs standing with you. The others are starting to pull themselves up out of the stream and, and head up your way to see how things are going. Well, I, of course, know the answer to this riddle. I'm just making sure that I know the, the real right answer to this riddle, because as I see it, there are exactly three ways to think about it. This, this riddle, that is, there are, to think about it, there's the, uh, the right answer, which is, of course, the answer that you're looking for me to answer with. And then there's the wrong answer, which, of course, is the answer that I'm trying not to give. And then there is a right answer that you didn't think of, which I am also trying to avoid because that would be <laughs> that would be obstructing the rules. Therefore, I think that I will give you the wrong answer. Your intellect is truly dizzying. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, how many rafts were we able to make, Ricky? <laughs> During that entire monologue, uh, about three, I think. I think we got three rafts going. Jeez. <laughs> but what is your first guess? Hmm. Something. May I ask for a, a repeat of the riddle, if that's okay? In, in, in my noodling over the situation, I seem to have forgotten the, the minutia of, of the riddle. And, I, and riddles are very important to pay attention to the minute details. Absolutely. Before I do this, I'd like you to roll me a, a willpower check. Okay. I just rolled a six, uh, a nine. Oh, a nine. Okay. So not under your, your willpower this time. My home, he is not quiet. I am not loud. The gods meant us to journey together. I am faster than he and sometimes stronger. But he keeps on going for longer. Sometimes I rest, but he runs on. For as long as I am alive, I live in him. If we part from one another, it is I who will die. Is it a river? Well, that's half of an answer. Is it a river and a tributary? Not quite. So that was one of the wrong answers that I was trying to give you, but it was one that made you think. Demonstrating the power of the fuzzy mind. <laughs> You're successful. 
<laughs> in the you meantime, gave, gave a wrong answer. Have, have we been able to cross part of the river? So I think on these, these guys have probably been able to pull together the uh, the materials to make a raft, and are are starting to tie them together. Okay, great. Yeah. We Don is actually standing on a branch that somebody is trying to move. He's not <laughs> not being terribly helpful. <laughs> <laughs> while while Ricky is like pulling at the branch that Wee Don is standing on, uh, he, he, he just kind of mutters to himself and wonders, home and going fast. You think it's a snail? Is that the answer? <laughs> I bet it's a snail. Where's the snail? Uh, there's, there's a snail? I was just talking about snails. Do you see a snail somewhere? I thought you saw one. Uh-huh. What Wait, do you I... actually think the answer is snail? <laughs> Not that I need to know, because I know the answer, as I've, got, as I've said. <laughs> Lavender cups her hands together and shouts across the water, Is it a fish in a river? The frog looks back at Lavender, very shocked. Well, you see, that was my plan the entire time. <laughs> as mice, we are nothing if we are not a collaborative species. <laughs> and I wanted you to understand that we are truly at our best when we are working together from across a river. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you, you need should to let go us... back across. She can come across. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he might need to help pull me across. Yeah, um, you, you see, I fell on, well, you see, um, Ender was on the, on the raft that I fell on, and I fell on, I fell on them, and they also have a concussion, too, so. <laughs> she can come across and then help you back. Wonderful. <laughs> I don't think she's strong enough to pull the raft by herself. I think we should all accompany her. Him. Wait. Whose pronouns are which? So so wait, so wait. It was it was a snail. No, it wasn't. It was a fish. You keep talking about snails. Where's the snail? I don't know. I just got my mind. I would be up for eating a snail. Um do we do we have how's our progress on this raft going? I think um, after we, we get the right answer, we, you guys have a raft that you can pull across, and we need to figure out how uh, Ender and August are going to uh, work themselves back and forth across the, uh, the so, bridge. August, come, come over to my side and, and help me across. Sure thing. <laughs> As I, sure thing, I do that. <laughs> I, just, I, I walk my mouse feet across the way, and I help Ender, very non-conspicuously. Onto the raft, hopefully, so we can just leave. Grace, <laughs> they might know about the frog knights. I'm going to ask them about the frog knights. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you, do you have you guys heard of fro- the frog knights? Uh, what were the? Pro- you, you, I'm not. I'm not sure if you know, but do you know? Do you, do you know what's up with the frog? Do you know what? Do you know what? You know what they're up to? Uh, just out of with curiosity. The frogs who has by this time worked his way up the bank and is, is standing there says, uh, "They might be talking about us. We're the Swamp Connects." Hmm. Oh. Well, I, I like your uniform. Brushes at his uh, 
soggy velvet pantaloons <laughs> that have been soaking in the river. <laughs> so, you got it right. You need a riddle. Oh. Yes, but I think it would be much more fair if you gave the riddle to to Ender and then I answered their riddle for them. <laughs> he answered my riddle. Yes, that's very fair. I, I, <laughs> except for, let me consult with Grace before we finally cross this log. Um, yeah. Grace, you seem to have a, a good idea. I'm going to lean over and, and huddle closely. Uh, you said something about perhaps maybe we could all get on the raft. Is it big enough? Yes. It's, it's big enough. You, you might need to have one person holding on to the raft and uh, swimming along. Sort of swimming along. Any of you guys good at swimming? As I'm a good swimmer. <laughs> oh, well, and that makes room for two mice, right? <laughs> mm. Although I'm a little bummed about being no snails anywhere. Mm. <laughs> Sorry about you that. You never know. There could be river um, snails. As soon as I see a snail, I will give it to you. It will be yours. You have my word. <laughs> Thanks, August. So yeah, uh, Wee Don is happy to get on the downriver side and basically serve as a, a guide to ferry across. Okay. The frogs kind of watch you go across and they huddle back and forth. And, and they point at Ender and they point at August. And they point at you guys crossing and they point at the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them just kind of laughs. So, <laughs> yay! <laughs> you met the challenge. Made it across. What is so important for you to go south? I thought we were headed east first. You head south oh. is where the rock wall is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're heading south first and then going to a little to the west to get to... To the west, okay. Directionally challenged, Mouse. <laughs> you see, we mice stick together, and one of our own was attacked. You need to know what happened before it puts all of Shade Hill in danger. He, uh, he nods his head and kind of scratches himself. Well, good journey, good mice, best of luck, and uh, just remember when you come back, a toll... Or a challenge. <laughs> yes. And Out of was, curiosity, how much was the toll? <laughs> two pips. Doubled. That's three. <laughs> that's more than I need for a shave and a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> pips, not bits. <laughs> While they're chatting these frogs up and bamboozling them, whatever, I think that Grace and I and and we Don like start pushing across, pushing oh, yeah. down into yep. the river. Oh, absolutely. I, I assume that you guys didn't get me. Yeah, we're we're across. Okay. Okay. We're on the other side. Great. Um what how how are we disposing of the raft? Um, well, I want my twine back, so I'm just gonna start unraveling it. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's pretty, it's pretty economical, you know. You take the materials, you use them, and then you just let them dissolve back into nature. It makes sense to me. Uh, do you think we might want to take a spear out of one of them? I mean, are these uh, toothpick size? Or could we carry one of the pieces of the raft? Um, you could certainly take a piece or two of the raft to use as a. Uh 
walking stick? <laughs> well, a, a walking stick or, you know, as an improvised weapon. I don't know that you could uh, find one that was good enough to throw. If I mean, a- I've got my axe. I'm not planning on using something that I'm not intimately comfortable with. You have my Intimate. sword. <laughs> <laughs> And Ricky slaps his uh, his backpack that kind of gives a weird squishy sound. Is like, and I got my sluggers. <laughs> <laughs> and you have my bow. <laughs> All right. And I have a sturgeon, so we're good to go. Very good. So you guys continue your, uh, your way to the south. Oh, perhaps we should tie up the raft where we can find it again if we need a quick uh, escape. I think or... Grace said she was untying it so that she had her. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm just dismantling the raft. I want my rope back. We can just right. poke. We can just poke the sticks into the mud so they're standing up and they won't go anywhere. So if we need them, they're already there. That's wise. Or we could construct a bridge that can compete with the frogs and stay here for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and set up our own toll. <laughs> yes, and just sit. Although, Yes. Now that I think about it, that might be a little bit difficult. I think we're, I forget, we're on a bit of a time crunch, aren't we? Yes. I'm sorry. My ambitions get the best of me all the time. You guys help keep me in check, though. You're my best friends. Well, I guess you always have such creative ideas. Maybe when Thank we're you. done with this adventure, we can go into the bridge building business. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't remember if I had any friends before this. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> you know what, Grace? I really love your snarkiness. It's very refreshing. All right. So I believe we were going to uh, detour a bit to the west in search of uh, the tomb. tomb. The uh, the road continues on. Um, again, it's road is the wrong word. It's it's a path uh, used by the mice and, and by other creatures who uh, who wander in the in the grasslands here in the hills. By evening fall, the land has started to become a bit more rugged, and there are occasional cuts of dry stream beds. Um, And you find yourself climbing down, cutting over, climbing back up the other side. Probably something you don't want to do at night, though. Oh. So as, uh, as night begins to fall, what would you be looking for in a camp? Well, we donned, you were running around, uh, running on the side of the riverbank uh, when you saw the raft that I was on. Right. So uh, I've only been in my, my nest home and on a raft. Where did you stay? Uh, it didn't take long to follow you. But look, here's a plant with big leaves. We could just use some of them. Well, and you're so tall. You should be able to collect some of the bigger leaves. Like this? And he stretches up and he grabs at it a couple times and then finally grabs hold of the stem and pulls and off it comes. Excellent, yeah. You can Brad, it. That's a big mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, we need more people like we don't them. Now there's some leaves. Great. Built themselves a lean too. A leaf too. A, a leaf too. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, break up the evening or, or the night into watches if you want to set into watches. Well, I have some torches. I wouldn't mind uh, sharing one and we could, um, how long does a torch last? Not through the night. Not through the night. We can just build a fire. There you go. Good call. We can find some pebbles and build a fire pit. (laughs) Excellent. Well, our woodcutter is so good at cutting things. Maybe she could cut some twigs for us. 
I'll get the pebbles. I will I will take a short nap right now so that I can do the second watch. Oh, that's a great idea. I, I'm an early riser. I'll take the morning watch. Excellent, excellent. Um, those of you who said that you were running off to uh, to find pebbles and, and firewood and, and build the leaf too, could I get each of you to roll me a will check, please? Thirteen. We, uh, we Don got distracted by something shiny. He rolled a ten, <laughs> missed it by two. Okay. Uh, Grace was too ambitious. She tried to get like a whole log. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was actually I, I wanted to see who who if if any of you managed to succeed you, you're able to find the, the logs just fine El, um, else were you also checking was Ricky oh out? no uh, Ricky like this is uh, Ricky's not really used to <laughs> this kind of adventure it's a very new experience so while everyone else is kind of running around like oh I'll go get the firewood I'll set up camp Ricky's just kind of standing there like uh, I I'll uh, make sure that no one takes this bit of ground (laughs) he's kind of he's kind of he's kind of useless he doesn't know what he's doing your service is much appreciated (laughs) well we wouldn't want anyone else to take our precious ground okay thank you Ricky um those of you who are on on watch over the night hear the uh, the rustle of night sounds. Um, the to the south, you hear more of the howling whales that had uh, had put fear into everybody back in Shade Hill. They sound like they're uh, they're relatively distant, but it is unnerving. And uh, the next morning, the sun comes up. You guys feel rested and. Uh, maybe a bit on edge, but uh, but for an adventure, this is good. And you can uh, can make your way again as you uh, as you continue along. You see a hill that rises up above um, these little dry beds, and there's a little bit of a, a rock slide that has fallen down, and you can see that it has opened something up. You know that you're in the area that the tomb is supposed to be, um, although you are not quite sure where specifically it would it would be are we able to climb up the hill with ease yeah yeah you okay. guys can without any undue effort clamber up you're all all mice you're used to clambering up places <laughs> i'm gonna scurry up and mm-hmm. see what i can see i will clamber up let's see you guess they're faster i'll walk around the base and see if i can spot anything down from down below okay um like i said it, it it's, it's the, the site of, a, 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 I would say, a rock slide to, to mouse scale. Um, there's a, a pile of pebbles with dirt in it. You can see where it's, there was water at some time flowing, and, and it kind of formed a, a muddy flow and has, has dried up. Um, those of you who try to scurry up past the opening, it's actually lined with pebbles that have been worked and, and dry fit together. So at the bottom, some of the pebbles appear to have been cut as well. Ricky, come look at this. It, uh, you make great rafts, and 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 look at this. It, it looks like somebody's made something here. Yeah, that looks like some. That looks like some hewn stone. If I ever, if I ever saw some hewn stone, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a mason. Anyone here know rocks? I know that they're hard, which is enough. Like your skull. <laughs> <laughs> 
You will not dampen my spirits, Grace. <laughs> I love life. <laughs> yeah, the cut, almost a ravine, cuts back into where this worked stone is. There's a, a chasm. Um, there's a, there's a, a floor of cut stone, walls and a ceiling of cut stone. And just into the entrance, there's a, a deep chasm that's been cut in the uh, in the space. Oh, now that's uh, interesting. All right, uh, uh, we got. Well, I think we all got we all got torches, right? We all we all good to head down into this ravine, this crack. I, I'm afraid Wee Don has wandered too far. He's lost track of everyone. <laughs> Wee Don, I'm with you, Ricky. I found a snail. <laughs> You hear a, oh boy, from way far away. <laughs> About 12 inches above you, Weedon, uh, they are all sort of clambering around at the mouth of, of an opening of, of some kind. 12 inches? Th- that's like half as high, or twice his height, so that's maybe, not maybe too far. Maybe three times his height. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I, I'm, uh, I'm coming. And after... Longer than it would than it took any of you. Uh, he comes huffing and puffing to the top, <laughs> puts his little hands on his little mouse knees, <laughs> just kind of clap him on the back and say, "You're doing great. You're doing great, Don." <laughs> we found this. We found this hole. Actually, Ender found this hole. It, it, it's probably the the what's it the the cursed place. It's got ghosts. It's a hole full of ghosts. Those ghosts are some ghost spiders or the spirit pit. The spirit pit. Ooh, I, I, I will take a note of that for another adventure. Like <laughs> All right. So, spirit pit. So yeah. So about a mouse body, mouse body's length into the hole is the edge of the crevasse that, that drops down, and probably four mouse body lengths across. You can see the other side climbing back up. Okay. Um, is it is it like a sheer drop down into the hole or a slope? It is pretty sheer, yes. Um, I think somebody said they had torches. There's not yes. a whole lot of light. Okay. And Grace, you have twine. I have twine. Um, what's your name? We don't. Weed man. <laughs> um, you should be the anchor for the rope. I've actually... Um, I'll go down first. Yeah. I've, I've actually got... Some some wood spikes for for crafting rafts. It should it should make for a pretty good anchor. All right, sounds good. I'll go down first with a torch. I will also go down first with a torch. <laughs> How about if both of you make a will check for me? While they're making a will check, Ricky is going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> you make a will check for me as well. Nine. Thirteen. I win. Not good. Is a nine under your will? My will is four. Oh. Okay. It, it is not under your will. Um, so as you start to climb down, you have one piece of twine. Who has the highest agility among you? Um, Dex. Sorry. Great. Is that is that dexterity? Yeah. yeah, dexterity. Mine's I've got eight. I've got seven. So she has the higher. Mine's six. Yes. Okay. So an eight is the highest. So uh, Grace, she's oh, oh, the, oh, uh, the one, the three climbing down. Got it. So, so Grace is the first one to get a hold of the twine and, and start going down. And as as you start to go down, 
fortunately, being a mouse, you're, you're used to gripping with three paws and you can kind of get down with the uh, You get partway down and what initially you thought were rocks at the bottom, you can tell are actually mouse skeletons or, or perhaps rat skeletons. Rats! <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> you got rats down there? <laughs> what do you see, Grace? Uh... Nothing. You guys should just come down fast. <laughs> so we go we go sliding down to join Grace down there. You on down? I'll go last in there. Genevieve? Okay. Sorry, what was that? Didn't hear that, Pat. I, I was asking, are you going to continue to climb down then? Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. I will also continue to climb down. If okay. I'm up yet. So you, you are a little above her and, uh, and looking down as, as you continue to climb down, as you get about a mouth's height from the floor. <laughs> he said a mouth height. <laughs> yeah, the skeletons start to sort of move, and one of them starts to push itself up off of the ground. Ooh. I jump down, and I help it to its feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I introduce myself really quick. How does it react? <laughs> Run! Um, you, you drop down, and it, they are still continuing to kind of climb up, and, and they're making their bones move as though they're speaking, but all that comes out is that <laughs> of bone clicking on bone and, and disused joints moving. Delicious. Um, hmm. Um, I'm assuming by this point I've made it to the bottom. Um, how many of them are there? There are three in total. Okay. Is there any way to get past? So as you come down, they sort of form up uh, next to the other wall, but they don't appear to be taking any aggressive, offensive motions. Just okay. coming up against the far wall. Okay. Hi. Um, uh, you've met August. Hi. I'm, uh, Grace. Do you know how to write? One of them continues to make the, the chittering noise and points back up the wall that you just climbed down. Hmm. You want to go up? Uh, Lavender swings her torch around. Does she see anything besides these three skeletons. So on so, the far side, there's there's work stone and, and the hallway or hall continues onto the edge of your uh, your torch's light. So are you saying we'd have to like climb down and then climb back up the yes, next wall? you would. We can't throw something? You might be able to. I have a sling, guys. What about you guys? Um, I asked the skeletons to stack on top of each other so we can climb back up. It points again back up the, the wall that you climbed down. Mm-hmm. So yes. are these are these skeletons, are they barring our way to the next wall? They are. They do appear to be barring the way to the next wall. Mm-hmm. They, they have yeah. interposed themselves between Grace and August and the, the far wall. All right. Okay. I think I know what's going on here. Doubtful. They don't want us to be down here. But I have an idea. We can hire them, and they can help us on our quest to find out what those voices are. Do I skeletons have any concept or value for money? We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And meanwhile, we Don is still up above looking down into the ravine, trying to figure or, out what's going on. Or we could. So August, do you want to just climb back up? We can just eat a rope to the other side. I really want to hire some skeletons. <laughs> do you have any cryptocurrency? <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, no, I only have four pips. I have one pip. Cryptocurrency. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think at this point, Ricky, Ricky has been kind of struggling on the rope, getting back down. And in the last couple of inches, he just like lets go and goes tumbling and like rolling across the floor right to the skeleton's feet. Bowling. Ricky. Okay. Hey. Ricky, hey. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, and he kind of tries to use the skeleton to pull himself up, right. like grabbing onto their ribcage and let's, stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and make this a uh, an initiative roll. So in this game, yeah. the way we do initiative is you make a deck save, and if you make the deck save, you go before your opponent. Cool. Nice. Um, no, bad. No bad. <laughs> And yeah. uh, since you two are down there as well, uh, Grace and August, why don't you guys go ahead and make one as well? This 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 bodes well. Okay, we're trying to get below, correct? You're okay. below. I did not. Bad. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Excellent. I call up to weed on. If you're on my rope, climb back up. <laughs> I, I'm still up there trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Okay, so what happens as as Ricky starts to kind of grab at the, the skeleton to pull itself up, it kicks out at him. At this point, it's not really attacking so much as um, just trying to push him away. So let's make an opposed strength save. Hey, strength. So what you want to do is you want to, it's going to be Ricky versus one of the rats, and Ricky wants to roll low. They roll a seven, which is under their strength. Uh, Ricky rolled an 18, which is, uh, very much over, very, very over his strength, actually. You know, we need to transfer these rolls to D&D. I I know. It it kicks out at uh, at Ricky, and Ricky stumbles back over towards Grace and August's feet instead. Hey, it was an accident. Chill. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, Ricky, Ricky. Hey, hey. Well. What? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I am tough. I'm tough as nails. That's a lie. I have one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you it's know. better than nothing, none hit point. Yeah, nothing can keep me down for too long unless it actually kills me. So, uh. <laughs> Can I, can I, can I have a, can I have a hand up? I've just been laying on the ground this whole time. Yeah, I, 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 I graciously help Ricky to his feet. Or do I graciously? <laughs> Look who decided to grace us with her presence. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, uh, the skeletons do not take any other action, but they do continue to, to bar your way. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I have, I have an idea. Actually, I don't have an idea. But what I do have is slug eggs, right? Slug eggs. Oh, yeah. And and if I if I if I have one of these slug eggs, then I'll be able to just uh, slug my way up that far wall. 
and then you can throw the twine to me or, or whatever whatever works best. That's but, a great uh, idea. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't in, that does include getting past those skeletons. Well, what if August continues to distract them with offers of cryptocurrency? <laughs> <laughs> See if you see if you can sell them on the keto diet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've noticed that you guys have a lot of you know just you know like a lot of just density, like bone density. So I'm wanting, I'm wondering if you guys want to like lighten up a bit so you can like move a bit faster, maybe a bit more articulated. So I'm wondering if you would just want to cut all of all carbs out of your diet. So I have some recipes that are just straight bussin, and I'm wondering if we could. Uh, I mean. If I'm a, I'm a mouse and I love cheese. That's okay. You can have lots of cheese. Do you want a pure cheese diet? That that's it's the cheese. It's the Cheeto diet. Grace is over here just like hardcore considering sacrificing herself <laughs> to the skeleton. This is not worth it. So while. While August is doing that, Ricky's going to try to slip past the skeletons. Okay. Well, you, there, there are wall on each side of you. You you can you can yeah. climb up the wall. Great. Okay. 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 Yeah. While while August is distracting the skeletons, Ricky's going to pull out one of those good old glossy eggs and just shove it down his gullet. Uh, <laughs> and throw himself against the wall and he just sticks there's kind of a splat as he sticks and he starts kind of like wiggling his way up the wall up to the up to the other side kind of leaving this mucus trail along the way mm. yeah that that sounds wonderful you there, there's a bit of squelching as you work your way up mm. and you uh you make it up to the top in uh, in plenty of time i believe you've got uh what is it? It's D6 rounds. Why don't you toss a D6? Oh, yes. Lavender has a sling she can use to uh, throw a piece of string. That's a four. Four, okay. Yeah, so it, it takes a round at most for you to sort of squelch your way up to the top. And you have a, right. a bit more time. You're continuing to exude the snail mucus. Snail. <laughs> Right, it's not and, uh, quite, not quite snail. They don't got the shell. Slug. It's a boneless snail. That's right. Yeah, it's a boneless. It's a boneless snail. That's kind of what I am right now, except I actually have bones. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, Ender and uh, and Weedon on one side of the chasm. Yes. We have Ricky on the other side, and we have August and Grace at the bottom of the chasm, facing off against three skeletons. Um, I climb back up the rope. Wait, Grace. These skeletons are obviously not helping us because we have to sort out our differences as friends. <laughs> I'm climbing back up the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I follow her up the rope because the skeletons are starting to bug me. You guys can make it back up the rope pretty easily. Now four of you on one side and uh, Ricky on the other. All right, uh, I'll let you guys know how the spooky how the spooky tomb is. You wait right here. Um. Yeah. No, we can throw my rope over. That that works too, I guess. I should tell you uh, now that you're up on the other side, um, yeah. just sort of at the edge of the torchlight, you can see that 
there's some kind of an opening on either side, um, and the the hallway, the tunnel continues on forward. Mm. Okay. While Grace and August are getting their way back up the other side, I'm going to take a look at those openings. D- do they look like they're doorways or just like little alcoves? Or do you have a source of light yourself? Yeah, yeah, I have a, uh, I have torches. Oh, sure. Then, yeah. So they are um, doors that are set back just a little bit from the hall. So there's a, a mouse-sized door on either side. Hmm. Um, on one side. There is engraved into the door the image of a sword. On the other side, the image of a shield. The hallway continues um, probably seven or eight inches uh, further in. And then uh, there are steps that lead up. Hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. So the two doors and the staircase. Gotcha. Um. Uh, are you guys, uh, been able to sort that out? They, uh, have pulled their twine back up that they used to climb down. Great. Uh, yeah. Ricky's just going to hold, hold his arms wide open, uh, waiting for the twine. Excellent. One of you, either the thrower or Ricky, go ahead and, uh, and make a deck safe. <laughs> Probably whoever is not Ricky should yeah. make that roll. Go for it, Ender. <laughs> okay, Ender's going to roll. I'm just going to toss that rope. I toss the rope. Oh, okay. I was D20. like, why am I making a deck save? Am I going to kill him? Okay, so a d20. <laughs> all right. And I do a four. Okay, hey, all right. Head over and it squelches as it hits his chest and kind of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, great! Yeah, I just I just kind of wrap it into my now very sticky, slimy fur, and I'm like, "All right, come on over." I hope you're planning on washing that. Nope. Ricky, lie down and stick yourself to the ground. Ooh, ooh, good idea. Yeah, Ricky just face plants. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So you have a, a well anchored rope on one side and. <laughs> A twine, I guess, not a rope. I have an idea. Why don't we send Grace over first, and then I'll go over, and that way we can get the the most over, and then we'll have more weight on the other side for uh, our very fine weed-on friend. For me. (laughs) Yes, but see, you are anger all the way across, so. That's true. You're the most important one because you're the strongest mouse. Yes. But how do we anchor it when I'm crossing? Well, um, uh, Ricky's voice. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I can. I see where I can tie it. Yeah. Ricky's okay. Ricky's voice is kind of muffled, and and he just says, "Hey, if you if you if you leave it loose, then maybe you can just like swing on down and just bowling, just wrecking ball straight through the skeletons." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good uh, that idea. Would, that idea. would be fun. Yeah. I'm thinking if we tie it off, then we might be able to get there, back. There certainly is some rubble that you can you can tie it off onto. Okay, I'll I'll just tie it. That that sounds like fun, but I'll just tie it. And easily enough, you guys work your way across the rope in uh, in individual mouse size. The skeletons kind of watch you go over across on the top and dejectedly sit back down on the chasm floor. 
can I say something to the skeletons? <laughs> of course. Okay, I can tell you're trying to say something to me, but could you like be more descriptive with your gestures? I don't know. On the, could you like spell out some words with the bones down there? I don't know if that's inappropriate skeletons to do. I'm just curious. I just don't know what you mean. <laughs> just constructive criticism for the skeletons. <laughs> the, the skeletons. <laughs> Well, you know, the bridge building business doesn't work out for you, August. You can always go into a skulldoggery or something. <laughs> skulldoggery. <laughs> <laughs> so on the far side of the chasm, the, the landing that you're on con- continues, as I said earlier, uh, several inches in. There are doors on either side of you, a, uh, a sword to your left, a shield to your right. Behind and stairs that lead up ahead of you. Uh, uh, Ricky's just gonna go right over to the shield door, look at it, and be like, "Yeah, this one's probably not gonna kill me," and it's gonna open it, open it up, and walk in. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I actually do agree with Ricky there. I think that that is probably the less, least likely to kill people. <laughs> Thank you, August. Um, I go because these guys are stupid, and I'm yeah, they're gonna die. Grace, Ricky yeah. is just very small. Grace under pressure. <laughs> so you guys can see if uh, if you open the door, there are a few steps up, and on the far wall, there is a statue of a warrior mouse, and lying propped up against his uh, his rear legs is a shield. Um, can I roll perception? I don't know. Is that... <laughs> Are you going up these stairs Wait, and you see this? So, um, this, this is, is a little less of a 5e and a little more of an OSR. So instead of saying roll perception, why don't you tell me what it is that you're trying to do to, uh, to look around? I'm looking for booby traps. Okay. Um, stairs, walls, string? Like what you- shifting tile, anything that's... Like spikes gonna come out of the walls. <laughs> Oil's gonna pour on us from the ceiling. I don't know. I don't trust this place. Grace, are you worried about booby traps? Yes. Okay. I have an idea. Is there any twine still? No. Okay. So the there don't appear to be any holes on the walls or on the ceiling. Um, the the floor is is all worked stone. It, it appears to be pretty similar. Um, you know, the stones are, are similar to one another. Nothing stands out as a, uh, a, a different height or a different color or anything. Okay. Is there a nice-ish size rock that I can roll aclo- across the floor to check for any weight-triggered things? Um, back at the rubble on the other side of the pit? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have uh, I have my 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 coffee my coffee flask, uh, which I mean it, it should it should roll just fine. Are you, are you sure that you're willing to part with it? I mean, I'm hoping that like it doesn't die. Ricky, I am so I'm so proud of your selflessness. Uh, thank you. Thank you, August. Uh, Ricky's just going to take a swig from the coffee, uh, close it up, and send it rolling across the floor. Okay, so you're up above the couple of steps up. Ricky takes one for the team. Yeah, kind of in in the direction of the shield. Okay. It rolls across, and there's a, a sort of metallic clunk as it hits the shield on the far end. Does anything happen? No, no. I'm gonna go get my flask. 
right. Ricky's gonna walk right, waddle right in, grab. I, his... I pull out my axe. I'm just waiting. I'm, and... I'm following him, but I'm ready. I'm waiting. Gotcha. Hmm. And we Don is watching behind us to the sword door just to make sure nothing is going on back there. <laughs> Idea. But I'm I'm moving close to Grace. I like the way she thinks with her axe. That's that's very <laughs> consistent with my way of thinking of things. I saw my torch, so okay. what else can we see um, as Ricky makes his way to Ricky the... makes his way across? It's, it's a fairly small room, maybe six inches across and uh, maybe four or five inches deep. The shield that's at the statue's feet is separate from the statue itself. It, it appears to be a, a real shield. Uh, and there are shield straps on the back of it. Um, engraved on the front is a flower. Aww. Mm. Hmm. What uh? What kind of flower? Uh, it looks like Queen Anne's lace, wild carrot. Hmm. All right. Oh, uh, I love Queen Anne's lace. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good flower. Um, Ricky's just going to grab his flask and is going to look at the shield and look back at the at the rest of the crew huddled in the doorway. Grace with axe at the ready, <laughs> and just kind of like. Oh no! I'm like three steps behind you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should I? Should I? Should I grab this? Should I? Well, I had a thought. Yeah. If anything attacks us, we probably want the shield to, you know, defend ourselves. Very true. Yeah. That's a very good point. And so what if Ricky's we all grab the shield at the same time. <laughs> uh, Ricky's Ricky's just gonna grab the shield. As you grab the shield, Red, can you make a willpower a will roll for me, please? Uh, a natural 20. What do you know? <laughs> We're fine. I'm playing the wrong game. <laughs> so you pick up the shield, and it's it's a nice, well-made shield. It's obviously been here for quite a while. Uh, it's it's fairly dusty, but it's it's still the the quality shows through even even the, even through the time that it's been there. Hey, all right, good shield. Uh... And because I have no willpower, I shout out, "I like that shield." <laughs> yeah, me too. It's kind of a kind of a beaut, don't you think? Um, yeah. Is it just me, or did the fact that nothing just happened make you more nervous than you were before you picked up the shield? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems like oh, it seems like this might be the kind of tomb where it's just kind of spooky, but there aren't any actual traps. It, okay. It just yeah. No, don't on reputation. Yeah. Ricky, let's go get the sword. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get the shield. You get the sword. Let's do it. Yeah. Indeed. And we truck right across to the other room. As <laughs> you guys make your way back across the hall, um, number five, so that would be um, August, you can hear what We Don couldn't. And there appears to be kind of a scrabbling, scritching sound coming from the, uh, the chasm. Could that be the okay, skeleton? Ricky. I think I'm crazy, but I think there, there are more skeletons, and these ones sound meaner. So I think we need to grab the sword really fast. You take everyone out of here, and I'll get the sword. I'll wait here. And so basically, I'll position myself at the bottom of the of the tunnel in. Okay. Um, so from where you are, you can easily see down into the chasm. The, the three skeletons that are at the bottom are making a scritch, scritch, scrabble, trying to get up. Uh, they're trying to come in. Hurry. Incoming! The uh, the door opens up on the far side is a statue of the same mouse 
This time, lying across its uh, across the plinth at its feet, is a sword. Quite a nice-looking sword, also rather old, rather aged, with a, uh, a floral pattern at the uh, the cross guard. I'll hold the torch, August. Go for it. Take it, August. It's yours. All right. I take my hook that I have. I have a hook, by the way. And I kind of just took that through, like, the sword to help carry it. I don't, you didn't I, think maybe that would have been a good idea when we were trying to eat ourselves across the chasm? <laughs> I forgot I had it. <laughs> he got hit on the head, you know? He doesn't always think of the first thing. We had, we had Ricky. I'm not going to throw a hook at Ricky. We would have stabbed him. I'm talking about before Ricky got over there. I was thinking about the skeletons. I am an extrovert. <laughs> I don't think about things. I think about people. that <laughs> sword over to yourself. And yeah, just no great rolling uh, boulders. No, as as darts not materialize, shooting from one wall to the other. It's it's almost a letdown. Well, I, I, I'm just going to ask Weedon if the mutt rats are still angry. The skeletons, the skeleton rats are still angry. They're they're not looking too happy. They're coming our way. They're All right. Progress getting up the wall though. So That's good. Stuck That's down there. Yeah, they nice. they've hit the slime trail. Can <laughs> <laughs> we take these and run, or do you think there might be more magical things in the cave? Well, I mean, we're here to. Wait, what are we here for again? Magic. Oh, magic. You know, uh, so in Wee Don's little mind, he thinks, you know what? I, th- I think I can help delay things. So he's going to charge down the tunnel back out towards the edge. And he's just going to try and poke and keep the things from climbing all the way up. Okay. They do not make any progress towards towards their rim. But you, yeah, you can certainly kind of stand there and, and poke down at them and discourage them even more. Sorry. I'm going to run to the stairs. Okay. See if there's anything up there. I'm going to I'm going to do a little quick look see. Okay. And if so nothing looks interesting, I'm assuming we found the magic stuff that we were looking for. It is a larger chamber than either of the two side chambers. The floor at the top of the stairs is above your eye eye level, but you can see sort of above and beyond it the top of what is probably a sarcophagus. And there's something that you can see in the torchlight beyond. Uh, it's hard to tell what it is, but there's a, a, a central beam standing vertically and a second beam that is tilted to the side, attached, <laughs> a slanted T. Okay. Um, that looks like the Grim Reaper's scythe. Uh, I'm not going to mess with that. I say reach back. Wait, did you mean the Grim Squeaker? <laughs> what is it really scary if you said it right? <laughs> I'm gonna just throw you down to the mice. <laughs> no, no, the listen. Skeletons, I mean, listen, I'm listen. Great. great. Hop the stairs and see if there's anything I can see once I get up. All right. It, it is in fact a sarcophagus in the foreground. Behind it is a large balance. And it is tilted all the way to one side. Oh. Oh. Something hanging down in a, an empty pan. The other pan is blocked behind the, uh, behind the sarcophagus. And behind the balance, you can see a bas-relief um, carving of the same mouse warrior that you saw in the other two rooms. 
So a balance, you mean like we need to find a bag and put sand in it and guess the amount and put it on and <laughs> <laughs> in it? Indiana Jones style. <laughs> well, I have oh, a, a oh. <laughs> Alternatively, we we just have we dawn stand on the balance. <laughs> Like I'm sure, I'm sure that he'd be able to uh, outbalance whatever's on the other side. Yeah. Okay, but do we need two? We have a six sword and shield. That's more than we had before. Can we just leave? Anybody besides uh, Ender going up to look at this, or is it just Ender? I'll, He's up. I'll go up. I'll go up to investigate. Come look at this. So, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm I'm gonna turn to turn to Grace and be like, listen, like so far, nothing's really gone wrong, right? That's why we should leave while we're ahead. <laughs> well, what if we keep going and things just get better and better? Like this is this is what I was talking about earlier. I wanna I wanna see the world and all the all the weird stuff that happens in here, you know? So we, we should can't... live to see more things. Then I don't understand why you're being such a spoil sport. I mean, we can, it's just been a great day and you've only done some light grave robbing. It's not like we're doing anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we should definitely bring the stolen sword and shield over to the dead guy's tomb. No, I was actually going to leave my sword with me, Dawn, so he could help fight the skeleton. So, when you come up in and look, you see the uh, the sarcophagus, you see the, the balance with the two um, pans on the other side of it, um, can we see and the bas-relief. The, the, the relief, you can, actually. I'll, I'll do that first, since you're asking. There is a, built into the pan, there is a sword and a shield. The sword has a floral handguard, and the shield has uh, Queen Anne's lace inscribed on it, which looks a little out of place because the carving on the far side, the shield has an oak leaf on it, and the the handguard of the sword looks like the cap of an acorn. Huh. So either these go together, or if we have them all in the party, maybe they're more powerful, or... Maybe Grace is right, and we're all gonna die. <laughs> but you know, we're all gonna die anyways. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all gonna die. We have pretty short lifespans <laughs> comparative to the universe, you know. Uh, Although I still think maybe this is like a secret to longer-lasting mouse life. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I we don't you. know until we know. <laughs> Never know until you actually do. <laughs> let's, uh, let's 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 experiment with it. Yeah, uh, do you, did you, you gave the sword to Wee Don? Yeah. Alright, hey, hey, Wee Don, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure those skeletons aren't, aren't going anywhere, uh, come on up here, bring the sword. Yeah, if that's the way it's looking. Yeah. Oh, come on back. Alright, yeah, so I come trudging in, you know, I, I basically fill the tunnel on the way in. Sorry, Pollyanna, what's that? Oh, Wee Don, we need you to stand on one side of the, uh, balance. Uh, okay, which side? Uh, I think he needs to grab hold of the one that's up, that's holding the shield and the sword, and help pull it down. On this one. Uh, okay. I pull down on the pan and try and bring it down to where I can step up onto it. 
you're able to, to bring it down. But, uh, it pulls down pretty easily. And you're, you're, you're fighting against the weight of a sword and a shield. So it's, as you pull it down and it hits level, there's a... What's that? What is happening? The dog is chewing on a chew toy, I think. Oh, my God. Okay, that entire time, I thought somebody was just laughing so hard. I was... Like that's a that's a great laugh for <laughs> <Are> you. <laughs> you know, the more excited we get, the more excited she got. <laughs> the oh, wow. noises in the background are real, folks. Yeah. Why don't we uh, why don't we back that up and try it again? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think so I think what. What we, what we might want to do is, because it already has that counterbalance on the one side, is just put the put the sword and the shield on the other side, see if it balances. Out. Yeah. Uh, so let me make sure I've got this right. There's an engraving of a sword in one pan and a shield in the other, or? Actually sculpted on or maybe welded on to one pan, a sword and a shield. The other pan is empty. And that has set the balance weighted to the sword and shield side. Okay. However, the sword and the shield welded to the pan do not have the same appearance as the ones that they have retrieved from the rooms. They don't have the same appearance as the one on the bar relief carving behind them. They do match the ones that they retrieved from the room. I see. Yeah. So the ones that the ones that we have right now, the sword you have and the shield I have match the ones in the scale. So if we put them in on the other side, it should balance out. Yeah, well, why don't we just do that? That that yeah. seems to make sense. Yeah, I'm gonna go down and wait by the chasm. <laughs> yeah, keep the keep the skeletons company. But where Where's the sword and the shield? Just put them on here, and I've pulled it down to level height so it's easier to reach. As you pull it down to level height for them to, to put the shield, there's a protracted hiss. And then a grinding noise. Hmm. And you can see that that relief starts to pull back uh. away from the sarcophagus. Well, you know, no good turn goes unpunished, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, what, what do we have to lose? We could always gain something, right? Yeah. We don't have, have anything to lose but our lives, I'm sure Grace <laughs> would say. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we have everything to gain, including potential immortality, which I'm still not convinced is not going to happen. But things are nearing a frenzy down in the uh, in the chasm at this point. Uh, guys, these these things are freaking out. What did you do? Uh, uh, we, we, nothing. It's all fine. It's all fine. Grace, just uh, just make sure make sure that they're. You know, happy and well fed. I don't know. That um, sounds very convincing. Can you tell me what's going on, please? Ricky is just going to chuck the shield up onto the scale uh, so that Weedon doesn't have to pull so hard, uh, and uh, kind of push the push the sword up there. Yeah, too. Just nice. So Weedon can. No, that, that, that's enough that uh, that Weedon can can release his grip, and sure enough that that relief panel keeps sliding back. Oh, look. I still have my torch. What do we see? It uh, it slides back, and on either side, you can see that it has opened up into a chamber.
We hope you enjoyed this week's special episode. What did you think? Please share your thoughts with us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice, or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. I think it was evident, but we sure had a good time telling our story together. Stay tuned for part two next week when we conclude our time together. We may be able to gather again in the future to do some more mousing about. As for season four of Stack of Dice, I expect that we'll be able to get things kicked off sometime in mid-September. So stay tuned, and we'll see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. Anyone here know rocks? I know that they're hard, which is enough. Like your skull. (laughs) (laughs) You will not dampen my spirits, Grace. (laughs) I love life.